Welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. Wow. I've been doing this for quite some time. and uh, That's a spooky intro. We got a spooky intro. I'm a spooky guy. I like to, uh, and then I, but I, there's a video game sample in there. Do you know what it is? No. Nope. Mega Man X uh, from the sound uh, test. And also then it ends with something from Parappa the Rapper. Or as they call it in the America, this punchline is coming too late. As they call it in America, just Mega Man. <laughs> it's a Bush X joke. It's a Bush X joke. Um, there were too many words between you saying Mega Man X and me delivering. That. No, there wasn't. <laughs> is that the same as yes and yeah that's the same fuck you that joke worked it worked this is an nsfw quit beating yourself up we are doing it live hi we're live here at nick flanagan weekly with my phone using guest oh mark little mark little watched it <laughs> go raptors you watched it last wow night. we are Absolutely doing a William S. Burroughs cutting up <laughs> all the segues. Who knows Wait, what no, part comes where? What were we talking about? Uh, Mega Man X, Parappa the Rapper. This is what I was going to say. Yeah. Parappa the Rapper, the, the word I have quoted in my theme song from Parappa the Rapper. By the way, that foreboding music was my band Wrong Hole. Oh, the I song love is called What is Math? I love that. I love your band. Oh, I love thank I love you, Mark. Yeah. I never saw you perform live, and I, I that's a great regret of mine. Well, we didn't break up. We're just on a huge hiatus, so you might have that regret. It's a new regret you're going to have, and that will be attending a live concert. May I sing a gross song? Yes. Um, there was a comedian, two comedians in Halifax when I was coming up who were in the open mic circuit, mm -hmm. and they had a song that was, uh, is the is it uh, Bruce Springsteen, Fire? Not I'm on Fire, but the one that goes, Fire. Is that a, is that a yeah, song? there's a song called I'm on Fire by Bruce I'm, Springsteen. But that's not the one I'm thinking of, I don't think. Oh, fire. Your fire going down and we're living the place. Stephen Van Zant's the Sylvia man. And Clarence Clemens hit the sax with my friends. And then Max Weinberg splits his duties with Conan. Now everybody wants to be on fire metaphorically in terms okay. of having a streak. Yeah. Nobody wants to be on fire in the literal sense. Your skin flakes away. Yeah. So that is not the song I'm thinking of, but I do like that one. The title track from Max Weinberg <laughs> splits his time with me and Conan. The album. Yes. Know, late period. Uh, <laughs> this song doesn't matter what the source was. There was a guy. Also, this, it was still the th soundtrack to Philadelphia. I just oh. want to say that that album. That's what that was. <laughs> yeah. Go Which, on. And they played that line from that song in a really inopportune moment in that movie. Um, I would say a moment where we should not have been thinking about Max Weinberg's career. Yeah, it was the opera part where he's singing along to opera. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um. Anyway, Too specific. to the point of wrong hole oh, yeah. band name, there was a pair of open mic comedians in Halifax who sang a song that I assumed the title was Penis in the Wrong Hole. Ah! It was all about, and here's the, and the verse went like this. It went, I, I can't remember actually all of it, but it's all about a guy who's at work and he's at like a work party or something. This is not, this is not a PC joke. We're not PC. Today is an un-PC. That's what you yeah. get when the Raptors win. When the Raptors win. From all of that. Do you know who broke? Yesterday, a police car was smashed by Raptors fans. Yeah, that's right. And that was actually legal. Yeah, and the for that one and the Raptors uh, and the police squad said, "Well, today's the purge a bit." <laughs> yeah, Leslie Nielsen, police from squad. police squad, yeah. said, 
when I'm rushed, I don't remember what civil servants are called. <laughs> the police squad and the fire boys, uh, and the ambulance guys. Um, here's how the song went. This part, at least, they went uh, something, something, something. Penis in the wrong hole. Fired. And then that was the chorus. And then he told the song about this guy after he had been fired. And then eventually they landed on the second chorus where he went. It was like the redemption arc of this song. They went, penis in the right hole, rehired. Oh, I like that part. That part was nice. That part's really fun. That part's good. And we heard, we fellow open micers at the time heard, I've heard that song over 50 times. Oh, yeah, that's always a weird thing. When yeah. you're a comedian and you, you hear people's bits, especially when they're a song. Yeah, you hear them You hear them a lot. Um, like, do you think if you'd come up with, like, Flight of the Concords, like... John Chords. You'd be John, John Chords. You'd be sick of them or you'd like them better? You know, because you would have heard one of their tunes over and over and over. Business time. Um, business time. You would have heard business time. It's a good question. A billion times. I probably would have felt very close to them. Because the thing about my open mic scene at Halifax was it was such a miracle when anyone had a joke that would work. Right. That anytime anyone did, you felt like it was a, a miracle. Yeah. Uh, and you felt very envious and supportive and you expected them to go places because they had told one concrete joke that you could call definitely a joke. Uh, do you want to hear my favorite ever Halifax open mic joke? One second. I'm going to just... Say, Lori, you just say whatever you want in the comments. You have my permission and encouragement to just say all this stuff. There's no such thing as TMI. Um, okay. All right. Just go nuts. Do what you got to do. It's up to you. Plus, now Everardo Ramirez is watching this, and it's getting weird. Um, and Kev Sheeler. Shoutouts. The boys. Okay, so your joke. Here was my favorite that worked, open that mic you joke. Heard. This one didn't work, but it was my favorite one. I heard it again probably about 100 times over uh -huh. the years. It went like this. It was when there was a... There's a local comedian who was going through, I guess, a Mitch Hedberg phase. Okay. But, I thought you were going to say divorce. Yeah. Um, but that's a given, right? right? Local comedian, divorce. He, this guy would have been... Okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to... No not the best host. Personal. I'm not the best host. Listen. Mm -hmm. You're on. You're not wrong. Um, so a lot of them were going through a lot of stuff. But mm -hmm. here was the joke. It went, why are they called flip-flops? They don't flip or flap. Wait, I fucked it up. Why are they called flip-flops? They don't flip or flop. They just flap around and piss me off. Oh, I like that. Do you like that? Yeah. Did that? You said that worked? Oh, it never worked. Yeah. But I liked it a lot. <laughs> I liked every element of it. And I loved the part that he would always add, piss me off. I saw, <laughs> I saw a comedian once. Again, I didn't think this was bad or good necessarily, but it really stuck with me and it did crack me up. A comic who had this whole bit that was like about his child riding like a horse mm -hmm. and then be, it, it, putting a quarter in his ass like it's one of those the you know horse. mall horses yeah <laughs> it's just like this is I love insane that. i yeah. love that <laughs> you know and yeah and another one i really really liked was i saw a comic once say and this is going back in terms of uh references for canadian politicians and he was like i gotta choose between dalton mcginty and stephen harper that's like asking me if i should drink piss or eat shit <laughs> 
And <laughs> really good. Yeah, I he love it. Was too. so mad about it. He didn't have time to come up with a punchline. But you don't need a punchline. You if, don't need a punchline. But you it's know, I, another thing I've noticed in comedy that's interesting, and it is more to do with like bar or open mic shows, but it happens obviously, is places where they uh, serve food. Always comedians going up and being like, "I've had so much diarrhea today." <laughs> Do you guys want to see pictures? What? I don't know. <laughs> this is not relatable to me. You don't know? Like, I'm always at a comedy show and someone will be like, oh, I just had a miscarriage. <laughs> Here's the pictures. Oh, my God. It's I'm playing really edgy rooms. Yeah, you're going to the edge rooms. Uh, you're no, saying that this and that this is unfortunate because it happens when food is being consumed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like People scatology, are eating scatology, scatology humor uh, coming through when, uh, you know, people are just trying to eat, you know, like a show where they don't know there's comedy and then the comedy happens and then someone else is like, oh, God, I'm jizzing. <laughs> This is an NSFW Raptors friendly right. champion, uh, uh, you know, um, podcast where everything goes. Hats, Hats on. That's a hell of a look. <laughs> yeah, I'm a good looking guy. I love that. Um, I have an idea for a parody song. Uh, you remember the song I'm a Scat Man by Scat Man John? No. I'm a Scat Man. Uh-huh. No. No, I don't know. No. 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 I'm a scat man. No. Remember that? So that was a 90s song by a guy named Scat Man. I remember Mr. Methane. Who's that? Don't. (laughs) You have to tell me the rest of your story. I feel like they're gonna we're gonna find some there's gonna be some dovetailing here. Yeah. I've thought of a parody song for Scat Man John's I'm a scat I'm the scat man. Uh Uh-huh. I'm a scat man. Um this would be better if you were familiar with the original. Right. But the original is more or less what I just said. Right. He says, I'm the scat man, and then he scats. So mm-hmm. here's my parody song. It's the line, I'm a scat man. Uh-huh. And then just the sound. <laughs> that. Yeah, that's a fun noise. And. <laughs> right. Do you want to make it? I'm ready to make it. Oh, speaking of parody songs. So let's play Laura Silovitz's Raptors. Okay. And then I'll talk about song. Mr. Methane. So here we go. This is Laura has created a Bare Naked Ladies parody. Comedian Laura Silovitz. And this was uh, after game five. Uh, so before they won the whole thing, um, just in case there's any lyrics that sort of stick for people because they seem a bit out of date. That's the explanation. Here we go. It's been five games in the final round. Tonight we play in the opponent's hometown. Game six, we could win it all and bring back a trophy that's shaped like a basketball. One game that we have to win. We'll be cheering and clapping. Go on, you were so proud of him. Toronto, let me hear you scream. We love the Raptors. They are our favorite team. <laughs> that's good. I really like that a lot. I like it too. Importantly, Laura didn't make that for any reason other than to just text it to some friends. Well, <laughs> took you know, a long time. Yeah, she clearly did. Although, you know, maybe she improvised all the words, and maybe she knows the exact cadence of "One Week" by the Bare Naked Ladies, which is what I assume that's from. That's uh, that's accurate. It's all been done. It's not that. <laughs> Shoebox of Life? Laura Funny. It's not Shoebox of Life. Is that a Bare Naked Lady Shoebox, Shoebox, the Shoebox of Life. Yeah. Earlier. Uh, that's a hard no. <laughs> me. When I was a young man, you know, if I'd seen the Bare Naked Ladies on the street, I would have pointed at them and said, 
you guys, you're not punk. Oh, yeah. Now, you, I pointed them punk. at... No. Okay, sorry. But I pointed at them. No, maybe they are punk, you know? Are they punk? Yeah, sure. The one guy parties. The other guy probably also... Par- they all party. They party, and if that's not punk, I don't know what is. Partying is punk. What else is punk? What is a Mark Little definition of punk? Is Kawhi punk? Kawhi is... Uh, yeah, he's punk. Kawhi's punk. So you're watching the game yesterday with mm-hmm. the rest of the improvisers and sketch performers. Yeah, at the Bad in, Dog in the Bad Dog Theater. Yeah. Now, did anyone make it about them? Now, you uh, don't have to name names here, but you know. No, everyone was very good and generous. I think early on when they started showing games there, it was more that what you're describing. But by last night, everyone got with the program. This, I'm finally realizing what you're doing there. What is I'm trying. This is good. I like it a lot. It's yeah. definitely wild. Patron only. Yeah. This definitely <laughs> feels like aging boy band member <laughs> on a podcast and wants to prove a couple things at once. Hey, did you ever want to see two guys get the wrong idea about what jackass is and do what they thought was a jackass audition? Yeah. yeah. Well, jackass is when you like show off your body hair and you. Yeah. don't really know you're going to be or and or you don't know you're going to be on camera yeah. i'm mark little and this is friend chest <laughs> friend i chest. love this mirror behind me is uh, really scary well it's i feel like if this is a horror movie the mirror back of my head would start turning <laughs> not, not insane right in like it's going to start doing things that you're not doing it's going to start doing all the things you want to be doing like getting up, playing my video games, taking my art. Yeah, yeah, taking your Jumping art. up and down on the bed. Getting on a phone call, getting an amazing gig. Finding the cat. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm Nick Flanagan. This is my guest, Mark Little. I'm Mark Little. Mark Little is a uh, popular... Five-time Canadian Comedy Award nominee. Also one of the ju- Just for Laughs ones to watch. Circa 20, what was that, 2015? 2013. 13, it was a while ago. That I am was no the year one to watch. I am one to have watched, and if you miss me, no problem. I'm one with a watch. I have a watch now. Hell yeah! I'm at one with my watch. It's what a New Balance uh, Steps watch. Kawhi, New Balance. Is he sponsored? Yep. So here's my question. Yeah. Now, Mark, you're one of the most heavily sponsored comedians in Canada, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you retweet this to your followers, by the way? I did. Yeah. Look and at that. I, That's I, the kind of friendship we've got. And I reminded them all to fill up at. Uh, petro can yes pet can so you mark one of the most heavily sponsored comedians of all time in canada and external of canada are sponsored by petro canada yeah you're sponsored by uh jimmy's coffee jimmy's coffee you're sponsored by johnny's coffee johnny is who i think i was thinking of (laughs) you think no no both coffee places okay bill's coffee bill's coffee you've got this soft spot for people who name them their uh what would you call it their uh nick their their shortened name yeah is is the first name of their business i there's nothing i love more than little theo's coffee (laughs) little theo king of the town if you want beans and you want those beans ground and we're 
We're going to the right countries to get the cheapest beans for you. Yeah, little Theo's theme song takes a hard <laughs> nose dive into the what we assume is, that is used yeah. doesn't matter as long yeah. as the price and the taste is right. Yeah, little Theo says certain things with his lyrics. We were like, I actually think maybe you feel the opposite, <laughs> and you're just trying to get there slowly. Right. Like you feel ashamed of how this happens. For I want to fix what's happening, but I can't. Oh yeah. And and then he does get to this thing called the bottom line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For the prices you're paying, I gotta go cheap. <laughs> not worry about human suffering across the world. Oh, little Theo's with the promise for you. Have a cup of some coffee and think. <laughs> My coffee with a cup or two. Where does this coffee come from? I want to wrap the cups with straws to keep the warmth from not escaping. Yeah. I don't believe yeah. Yeah. in the wooden cup heat protector. I only use straws. Little Theo uses plastic straws wrapped around cup, which he serves to you within a plastic bag. Yeah. If you have a pet, I'll pour the coffee on their hand. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then some of it's not even, you know, eco-ethics. It's just like bad behavior. The little Theo's a bad guy. I'll write words of pain to say to your mom. <laughs> words of pain? Yeah, like, I never Cash loved you. One. Yeah, okay, I, I understand words of pain. You may have spat me out, but it, that's the only good thing you ever did for me. Oh, yeah. Now we're getting back into the world of open mic comedy. Using phrases like spat me out. Sorry, you don't like picturing it that way. I love being edgy, you know? Nick, you have to forgive me. I didn't go pee before we left. Oh, home. Mark has to go to the bathroom and we're already losing viewers. That's a Look, guys, this little break is a perfect time to say, does anyone have any questions for Mark Little and I? Uh, we're here at the Nick Flanagan Weekly Show. If you have questions for... For us, we would love to uh, answer them. I'm not really seeing anything. So a little information about Mark Little. Uh, 38 to 43 years old. Um, King of the Dot. King of the Dot. Uh, he won the King of the Dot um, competition, rap, uh, rap, uh, rap competition, six years in a row. Um and then he won the queen of the dot competition when it was opened up to men and women. So he's probably one of the greatest rappers you've ever seen. And if you know what I'm talking about, you probably saw him on the Conan O'Brien show. He was the first Canadian ever on Conan O'Brien and paved, paved the way for, uh, so far we've gotten one question or comment that was talk about how much of a king Kyle Lowry is. He's a king. Who, who's, oh, Marito. Yeah. Marito Antonio Lopez asked this. He's an absolute king. People were really doubting Kyle Lowry at the beginning of the playoffs. People have doubted him his entire career. Yeah. He is an abs he's an absolute king of a man. Loves his friends. Knows what's important. Put up with a lot of bullshit from Raptors fans and Raptors media. I you want to expound on that? I don't know much about that. Um... Okay, so at the beginning of the season, DeMar DeRozan 
was traded for Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. As you may know. Yes, of um, course. Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan were best, best friends. And it was very sweet to see. It was a very sweet friendship and rare in a sport where sometimes you don't get to catch a glimpse of that kind of thing. And it's, but it's also part of basketball is like you see that more. But some of these guys are friends. Yeah, yeah. But you never, you rarely see such like uh, pronounced expressions of like human friendship. Hugs, winks. Yeah, hanging out all the time, just like really sweet, lovely, yeah. amazing. And then DeMar got traded and Kyle Lowry was very upset. Aww. Uh, and then like there were some photos that came out early in the season of him. He used to have this like handshake routine, high five routine with DeMar in the hallway before they would go out to the game. Yeah. And there were photos that emerged of him doing that by himself. Oh, I was actually like, going to say that as a slight joke. I know. It was almost a joke. It was. So... I actually love that he do- did that though. Exactly. It was very yeah, sweet. That's but cool. Then people just found uh you know people hammered him for it because uh they were like get over it you know play the game get into it and then he started the season really well Uh and then he went into a bad uh chunk of the season where he was shooting very poorly Uh but he was still doing everything else really well but casual fans don't often acknowledge that there's another part to the game besides hitting shots so anyway kyle lowry was just like getting through his emotional thing doing everything you could ever ask for but you know uh media and fans are very demanding and picky and stuff. And so anyway, as recently as like first round of the playoffs, he had one terrible game, first or second round, and then uh, people were just like, this is why Kyle Lowry can never be the second best player on a team. He doesn't have it. He disappears in big games. Right. And then he just played amazingly for like 95% of the games and made all those people shut up and it was lovely. I loved watching the Raptors play in these uh, playoff games. I thought that the way that they were just sort of calmly passing the ball to each other until they got in the exact position they wanted to be, it was so calm and it was so, it was effective to an extent, but it also was sort of limiting their uh, going on runs and stuff, it seemed like. So that's why the game seemed like they were always close. Mark Little... Yes. I don't that know anything about... Lowry and Marc Gasol effect. That those are the two guys responsible for that. Interesting. Passing. Have, but they're great at it. They're amazing at it. Yeah. They all they both do it to a fault, which is, again, another thing where people are like, too much passing. People are probably still mm-hmm. saying that now, even though they won the championship. Yeah. Well, if only they passed less, they could have won in five. You know? What, what do you say to people who say, Kevin Durant, if he'd been there, they would have won? Hard to argue with it. Hard to argue with that He's one. a very, very good What about that Thompson guy? He was injured too. He might have won yesterday if he hadn't gotten injured. I don't know. Right. Who knows? It's but hard like, to say, isn't it? It's hard to say. You can't say something that couldn't have happened. What would have happened? You can't. And the Warriors. Like, let's say the Hitler won, won World War II. Let's say it. What happens then? We get the Stephen King. We don't get that wonderful Stephen King book about what if it had happened. Is Wait, that it? That's not Stephen King. <laughs> if? Wait, who is it? Who uh, is Philip Roth wrote that book. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're way off. I think. I think I just lost No, it. no, it's uh, Philip K. Dick. Philip K. Dick. That's Philip right. Roth wrote one where it was like, if like JFK wasn't assassinated or something. What did Stephen King write? It. It. Yeah. What if Christine? Cl- what if the clown wasn't good? Yes, he wrote uh, the original the title clown. was "What if the clown was bad?" Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> the clown. Um, you know who I fell in love with on the other team though? Steph Curry. Oh, gotta love him. Oh, I'd forgotten how good that guy is because I I haven't I don't I am a very tertiary basketball watcher but i i love truly the marcel the monkey of basketball fans. <laughs> yeah just the, the third season i'm gone yeah you pop in here and there you make <laughs> us laugh 
We love to have you around. Closest to Schwimmer. Closest to Schwimmer. You're the closest to Schwimmer. I am the closest to Schwimmer in this room. Paste pants. What is this? <laughs> I'm in Breastman. He was in a film called Breastman. Wow. Okay. It's truly amazing how many movies get made, huh? Hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> Over 400 films have been made. <laughs> oh boy. Ever since we switched to Facebook uh, Live, nobody's watching on YouTube. Marito doesn't like Clay. Thompson is trash. Yeah, well, there you are. Kevin Durant. Everyone's got an opinion. And Marito doesn't like Clay. Now, what about that guy? He was amazing yesterday, the three-pointer guy. Scott Van... Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet, yeah. He rules. That guy was awesome. Yeah. He had a tough time this season, too. And then his, his wife was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then... Who knows why, but right after she gave birth, he started playing extremely well. The stress was lifted. Maybe, yeah, maybe he was really worried. The what if. Not sleeping. Yes, not sleeping, going to the market for her. Yeah, probably going to pick her (laughs) up things at the market. Women's dude performing women's duties. Yeah, yeah, maybe he was finally relieved of all those women's duties he was performing. (laughs) But he probably liked it better. When he was doing those duties. And so he was stuck with like the reality of having to play basketball after doing something he liked way more. And he was like, if I do this well enough, I can, I can do, do women's, women's duties from here life. on out. Yeah. Is that a P- un-PC to say the word women's duties? Um, I don't think it's the word that's the problem. It's more the content of the <laughs> message. What's your take on PC about? culture? Man, I'm here for it. What's the edgiest... Uh, what what's the worst excuse for uh you know uh reasoning behind doing an offensive joke you've ever heard what's the worst reasoning yeah do you have something in mind from your experience i just put a bunch of words together <laughs> <laughs> through a match what's the worst reasoning i can't, i can't i can't think of any reasoning right now off the top of my head your question is so direct that i've drawn a blank sargon of akkad yeah a former... Uh, He's the one who's like running for... He ran office. for some UKIP in the UK and lost yeah. terribly. But I guess he made some horrible comment about, a, rape a, joke. about a, a politician who had made some sort of a horrible comment about male suicide. Okay. And he said, if they're being a, a bitch, I'll make a rape joke. Right. That Okay. So, so there's okay. something, that's, some bad reasoning. Yeah, I yeah that's twisted logic for this. sure. Okay, I, I hear what you're asking yeah, now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But don't you think comedians should be able to get away with every everything? <laughs> yeah, I think it should be the purge, but only for comedians all the time. Do you think it's my open shirt that has led to only one person <laughs> viewing this? It's truly a Marito look based on last night, so I can see why he's... yeah. He's Marito Lopez, our friend who is shirtless very often. Very he's going nuts, comedian. dancing on garbage cans last night, really losing himself to the moment. Really admirable. I yeah, I was saying I saw a guy uh, break dancing outside of uh, the apartment that I was in, and uh, he was blocking the intersection. And the the but but it was on a green, so it was fine. But while the cars were waiting, I've told you the story already. He yeah. he pulled out a kerchief and waved it like a racing flag and said, "Gentlemen, start start your engines!" And the cars drove past him like it was the beginning of a race. I love it, and it was nice, That's you know. Nice. Pandemonium allowed, to some extent. Pandemonium, pandemonium 
pandemonium encouraged. But you don't want it where it's so pandemonious that people are entering your home forcibly. No. <laughs> Which there's certain countries where that happens. Well. <laughs> Malta. Malta. Uh, Isle of Man. Sure. Sure. Georgian, the Georgian states of Russia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just circling around something I understand. <laughs> Familiar with these places. Ukraine. Okay. All right. Uh, Darfur. Okay. I think those are the only ones. <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> okay. So, Mark, what do you got on the burner these days? On the burner? Yeah, what do you burn? I don't know what to do now with my life now that the Raptors have won. And your show got canceled. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. When God closes a door, he opens a window. And now, this window was about a sports team I follow. That's perfect timing, right? That's nice. Now, like, let's just say, Mark here is great. I'm not teasing you. Tease. I teased a little just then. Tease. Your show, Cavendish, unfortunately not returning for a second season on the CBC channel as far as we know. Uh, yes, I mean it's confirmed that it will not be back. As far as we know, that's true. Who knows? You don't know. You don't know. Anything goes. You don't know. There are no rules. No chaos rules. is a ladder. Chaos is a ladder that uh, a man must choose to climb. You must say, "Do I want to climb this chaotic ladder?" A chaotic ladder is a ladder <laughs> that's just standing in the middle of the desert, yeah. going up towards nowhere. And the little rungs keep appearing and disappearing like in a video game yeah <laughs> you know and you got to remember okay what's the rhythm what's yeah, the time totally. so it's not really chaotic no it's, it's just quite rhythm. mathematic it's magical math. <laughs> yeah yeah but um so what's your take on the raptors season out of 10 10 out of 10 you love it Untoppable. they seem so humble untoppable they seem so humble yeah were they humble yes were they, and why were they? Do you think Kawhi Leonard really set the tone along with the coach Nick Nurse? Do you think they were the guys who sort of helped guide the team into a uh, sort of a zen state almost of just sort of fighting hard when the time demanded? Yes. Yes, I do. Am I writing Raptors fan fiction? Right yeah, now? yeah. A Raptors bandwagon fan fiction? I love that idea bandwagon reference fan fiction yeah. like where you don't know that demar rosen and Kawhi leonard were involved in a trade i'm not saying that's something i didn't know but you didn't know that so you just write your own version of how Kawhi leonard wound up on the team sure oh i like that so once upon a time okay could not Kawhi leonard wakes up what's <laughs> okay wow the <laughs> tense has already done a wild left turn into <laughs> and he present tense okay, scratches his eyes yeah sort of writing this like a screenplay i got it <laughs> right. story he's tired okay it's very similar to the opening of the last boy scout not where the guy kills himself but oh, uh, when he pulls out a gun no, not that part the but the okay. part where he's sleeping in his car and then like somebody throws a dead squirrel at the side of the car i love so much that you are going to raise a movie as niche as the last boy scout and then sort of scold me for going to the most memorable part like i don't know the film well enough and you're right to do so yeah no you're I, right i don't know it that well yeah, i don't remember I mean, it's a great movie but um is i feel like it's not no it's actually incredible like we mark and i we've really bonded right on like uh, a certain era of films like the sort of 80s 90s movies late yeah. 80s early to mid 90s films films like indecent proposal oh sure the whole yeah. adrian uh adrian lynn uh, oliver yeah. stone um shane black wrote the last boy scout and it oh, is shit. the okay. most extreme it's almost the most extreme like bruckheimer 
type of movie. It's like before the raw, you, you know, back when, back in the eighties and nineties, when those guys were doing so much Coke that like, they were literally like, okay, so one of these guys is operating a pedophile ring, but he's like on steroids and he's always freaking out and he's like doing Coke and all these kids yeah. get killed, okay. you know, like okay. these movies were all really messed up. Who was the one guy who was like the king of that, the like sex thriller, uh, Esther House? Joe Esterhouse. Yeah, he wrote a lot of those movies too. Yeah. Yeah. But Shane Black, they were actually in competition, Joe Esterhouse and Shane Black, for who could be the highest paid screenwriter. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and I think Esterhouse did win it, but I don't know for sure. Shane Black also wrote, I believe, The Last Action Hero. Did he? Yes, which starred Charles Dance. I feel like which one of them wrote, I feel like uh, maybe Esterhouse broke the record with that really bad movie with uh, Sliver. David Caruso. No, not Sliver. Oh, Jade. Yeah, yes. Jade. Jude? I love Jade. There's two. There was a movie called Jude around the same time. By the way, do you like that we're talking raptors? <laughs> Joe Esterhouse, <laughs> voice of your so Toronto Ka- Raptors. Kawhi wakes up. He's, this is it. He's in an, he's wake, he's woken up in Kansas. Okay. He's in a car sleeping. He doesn't have a home. I don't think we're not in Kansas anymore, he says. <laughs> he says. He says, I know we're in Kansas now, but I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. I do think we're not in Kansas. What was it? I don't think we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah. So he wakes up. He's got one of those landlines in his car. Yeah. Like in the 80s. You know, there'd be a car phone. It'd be like a landline in your car. And how about instead of Toto, he's got... My neighbor Totoro. Yeah, he's got a Totoro. Yeah, with him, and uh, he's uh, got this landline in the car. And Totoro says, "Mr. Mr. Leonard." Yeah, I'm your assistant. Yeah, very formal. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to as tell- we know the Totoro character to be. And I'd like to tell you that the phone is ringing. Would you like me to answer it, sir? Mm. And Kawhi goes, "But I don't own a phone." He goes, "I've never seen this phone before in my life." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it to be like one of those phones that turns into like a bug, like in the Matrix. Yeah, or uh, in, uh, I feel like maybe Naked Lunch, which we were talking about earlier, has that too. Yeah, or we could do like a a nice, uh, uh, what's the one where James Woods puts his hand and pulls out the gun? Um, Videodrome. Videodrome. So maybe that's, the phone is in Totoro and he has to reach in and it's kind of psychosexual. He has to pull it out and answer it. And it's Raptors GM Masai Ujiri. Um, whoa. I obviously checked out there. <laughs> Raptors president, Masai Ujiri. Who is apparently going to be, they're investigating yeah. him for an on-court altercation. What's the story about that? Do you know anything about that? Here's all I've heard is that a police officer wouldn't let him enter the court without his credentials. He didn't have his credentials on him. and he, But he's like the president. He's a very well-known figure in basketball. He's like recognizable. And it got heated and he maybe pushed him, maybe punched him. This is all I've read. And then Kyle Lowry came and grabbed him and pulled him onto the court. And now the like police people in Oakland might be pressing charges or are pressing charges against him. And then the take uh, in addition to that is that they never would have done that if he was a white man. And you know, it's hard to argue with that take. I feel like I'm going to cry racism. On this movie. Yeah, because the Raptors owner, who is much less recognizable, Larry the tiny Tan- guy, Larry Tannenbaum. Yeah, I think that's his name. Little, I honestly, just learned about little him guy, little little guy. He waltzed out there with no credentials, and it sounded it sounded like he was gonna talk smack about gold. He was like real close to talking smack about I Golden State. I don't like. Through. I don't like when the owners 
talk at all. Like he was a fuck out. He, of he was like this. He was like Canada, the first. The f- it was invented by a Canadian, uh, yeah. and the first game was in Toronto, and we're going to hang on to this championship for years in Golden State. Yeah, you can pry this trophy out of my <laughs> cold, dead hand. Golden yeah. State, let's just say you're never getting out of this arena alive. Lock the gates! <laughs> Lock the gates! And then he plays the sample of WTF with Mark Maron. Forces them all to listen to a live stream Mark Maron podcast. <laughs> a live stream Jeffrey Tambor interview with Mark Maron interviewing Jeffrey Tambor. Oh, that's good. I like that. I'd like to do a supercut of all the times Mark Maron has been blatantly lied to in his face in a podcast. <laughs> I'd like to make that supercut. I'd like it. Have Pow, you ever gotten I your? Just blew, you just blew my mind. <laughs> Pow! I just bought your pants. I'm Pow. that rich now. Pow! You just bought me some pants. <laughs> yeah, that's really what he should say. Pow! Thanks for listening. Got that pants money. Pow! Pow! I like your pants. <laughs> what was that voice? I don't know. Um, take a chance on my shit pants from the coffee. Okay. All right, we're introducing rhyme. Take a chance on my shit pants. Okay. Take a chance for a mother's dance. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a Nick Cave thing. <laughs> Take a chance for a wander in France. Maybe a Leonard Cohen's room. Take a chance. Okay. Take a chance. All right. All right. Take a chance with me. I was wrong. It was actually just the dad from (laughs) Buffalo 66 the whole time. Great actor, Ben Gazzara. Ben Gazzara. I've never seen a movie he was in besides Buffalo 66. You've seen some Cassavettes? Not really. He's great. I never really saw What about uh, Dogville? He's in Dogville. Lars von Trier's Dogville. Dogville. That's a moving film. But I've met... Allison Pill a few times. She's in Dogville. Is she? Yes. Allison Pill. Yes. Of many different things. She and Jay Baruchel were an item briefly. Is that accurate? That's accurate. Maybe yes. still. I don't no, know. not anymore. Not anymore. Hey, I'd like to know if I'm still going out with you. <laughs> That's <laughs> an insane take on that voice. <laughs> a lot of goons here. <laughs> Honestly, it feels like an old man. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he talk like an old man? That's what I'm trying to say about yeah, Jay. but it's sort of you know, more, uh, it's, more nebbish. Yeah. Sort of down here. Ooh, two Baruchels, four hands. Oh, I can see us oh. touring this. Yeah. Chris the, Wilson does an incredible Baruchel. Now, tell the. Now, not everybody in my uh, audience knows who Chris Everyone Wilson is. Everyone knows Chris Wilson. But tell, tell the world about Chris Wilson. Chris Wilson. He's uh, he's part of a sketch duo named uh, called Peter and Chris. Very funny. Very funny. He's great. He's on the Second City main stage as we speak. Talking. He does a lot of really good impressions. And he's just very funny overall. What's your best impression? I'm terrible at impressions. Terrible. What's your best one? I don't know. I can't even I can't even summon one to mind. I tried to do a Pacino the other day and it was bad. Well, it seemed do... impossible to be bad at that. You've never been around. <laughs> what the hell? Sweet ass! Oh yeah, that one I can do. Yeah, I can do him in my favorite moment in Dick Tracy when the, he, he f- figures out there's a rat hiding, like uh, like a you know someone who's. Oh, I love that part. No, there's yeah. a when the the dripping coffee, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coffee drips down and he realizes this is how Dick Tracy's been spying on me. And he goes, "Oh, John, there's a rat. There's a rat. That's really there's good. A rat. That's that's a rat. 
Yes, that's a great scene. He is amazing in Dick Tracy. It's He's so good. It's the perfect in between of uh his careers yeah. where he's like i don't think he'd really gotten to do like that stagey a character at that point in 1990 or whatever yeah maybe just the hoo-ha one well i'm not even really talking about like you yes there's a lot to be said about the cartoonishness of hoo-ha and which i think was after dick tracy anyway but oh and uh and uh, Scarface, obviously. Scarface. But both of those are rooted in, like, the real world, you know? Yeah. Whereas this was, like, I'm a cartoon. Yeah, and it fit him very well. I got bad news for you. Yeah. I'm a cartoon! <laughs> Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Why is that bad news, Al Pacino? <laughs> I don't know. I don't write dialogue, so the things I say don't make a ton of sense. Wow, it was sold out his writers there. <laughs> his writers. I do have writers on hand. <laughs> on hand. Um, he's so good in that movie. I love that movie so much. And you're right, it is a mid-period bridge piece between when he had normal hair mm -hmm. and when he had only spiky hair all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the weirdest feature of he's like, Al Pacino. He's like, you know, I saw a movie called Labyrinth. I'm gonna get this guy's hair! I want his hair. Bring me his hair. I want his hair! I want it now! <laughs> That's like, he basically, the one bad method acting choice was Big Boy Caprice. He was like, so to prepare for the film, the next 14 years and 14 years prior, I'm gonna talk like this. 28 years of Big Boy. We should do, we should call this podcast Two Comedians uh, More or Less Fail at the Easiest Impressions There Are. I don't think I am doing a bad impression of uh, Christopher Walken. Oh, I love it. Yes. That's good. It, 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 there's some Woody Allen creeping in there, but I do you know, like it. You go, uh, I, hi, I'm looking uh, to uh, rent a knock around guys. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's not even the movies. Okay. I'm sorry. I made a bit of a mistake there. I'd like to order a copy of Stand Up Guys with myself, Al Pacino, who's here with me. Sure. Do you want to say hi, Al? Oh. <laughs> oh. That's all I can do. And Alan oh. Arkin, who could not be here. Yeah, so we don't have to do him. Uh, so you're good at uh, Pacino. Oh. And you're good at uh, who else? Can you do a, like a um, Michael Jackson? Or is um, that, you know, kind of problematic? Yeah, the only reason I can't do that one is because it's problematic. So yes. I'll spare you all from my pitch perfect but problematic uh, impression. We should do a board game called Cancelled with the problematic buttle, butter button. Buttle. <laughs> you know that. We should do a board game called Cancelled, yeah. which features the problematic bubble. Oh. You know, because sorry pop had the popomatic bubble. Trouble. Trouble. Had the popomatic bubble. Had the popomatic bubble. What do you think? Name a more Canadian board game than sorry. Uh, you damn right. I'm telling you. Damn right. I bet you the first thing uh, one of the uh, Raptors is going to say at the mic at the parade on Monday is, uh, sorry, we won, eh? Sorry about that. <laughs> well, Sorry about that. I guess we're going to have a glass of maple syrup now. Oh, we've got some maple syrup. We've there. got this gigantic, ever-refreshing ever, ever refreshing glass of maple syrup that I'm sorry that we invented. 
And uh, I'd love it if we just passed it <laughs> true, passed it true to crowd. Okay. <laughs> for now, nobody keep it for themselves, eh? Sure. Otherwise, you gotta say sorry. <laughs> Which player will be doing this five-minute routine? Gessel. Gessel. <laughs> yeah, is that how it's pronounced? It's not, but I like it. Gasol. 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 But who knows how it's pronounced in his native Spanish? Yes, I would looked him up. Barcelonan. I once saw Catalan. Him, I saw him in a hotel. Catalonian. I saw him in a hotel with two short trainers, and they uh, were getting a real kick out of. There was a coffee shop in the lobby mm-hmm. with a, an oversized espresso cup outside as enticing novelty art. <laughs> and Gasol was getting a real kick out of the size of this espresso cup and he sat in it and his trainers took photos of him and they all laughed so much it was really nice to see that's beautiful man it was uh, the entire Memphis Grizzlies team which he was on at the time were staying mm-hmm. in this hotel same hotel as me as luck would have it and uh, they, were, it was, they were playing the Los Angeles Clippers at the time and I got to watch them all enter after the game and in reverse order of fame. So the first couple of guys, I was like, that tall guy looks familiar to me, the avid basketball fan. I believe that's Hamed Haddadi. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I think that's right. A rare, uh, I want to say Iranian player, but I could be wrong about that. And then by the end, I was like, oh, these are some very famous players. Marcus Canby. Not on the team, but mm-hmm. of that, you know, that stature. Sure. Sure. Cl- Clyde Drexler. Long retired by that point, but yeah, that stature. Uh, Vlad Divac, the point men from hell. Yeah, he was a center. (laughs) (laughs) Also long retired. But yeah, yeah, you get the idea of a famous player. Remember that video game, Lakers versus Celtics? No. It was for Genesis. Really? Was that a real game? Yeah, the electronic arts people who did the uh, (laughs) NHL hockey also made other... Sports, as you know, NBA Live is one of their famous friends. But before NBA Live, they had uh, Lakers versus Celtic. Wow. Bulls versus Lakers. And even something called USA Basketball, where it was all the Olympic teams during that Dream Team era. Yeah, that's nice. Which, of course, preceded Space Jam. And that's the, you know, that's the turning point for a lot of us. Ladies and gentlemen, I think the time has come for us to say goodbye. Has it really? (laughs) I got to do this comedy show in a little bit. (laughs) We got to go. I mean, we've been going here for almost an hour. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. You know, in the mirror back there, that guy gets to keep doing the podcast forever. Mark, you're so lucky the back of your head looks so good. I got a cl- It's a clean cut. But, but you, have a bit hair, you have hair in the back of your head. Oh, I see what you're saying. I can't even do this podcast on air in front of a mirror with the mirror behind me or else everyone says bald man me no like. Yeah, they're like, they why does Nick have a baby's head at the back of his head? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Literally. And only that. Yeah, that's where your Kawato is. I do have a... What's a Kawato? Is that Where's Kawhi? your Kawato? Um, Kawato is the Total Recall belly boy. Oh, beautiful. You remember him. I do. I just saw that relatively recently. Me too. And yeah. it's so fun. Good movie. Verhoeven, I feel like somehow still, may I say, I know this is the most boring thing to say, but I'm no. going to say it, underrated. Yeah, maybe. I feel like he's a he's the, he's the best of them. I think James Cameron, even in the Terminators, overrated. I think Verhoeven, underrated. Well, I think that they're kind of two different types of directors. They are, but they were making the big budget action movies of the late eighties. Yeah, 80s. but Verhoeven had always had this art art guy, like like the German art action movies. I've never seen Spetas. 
Spetters. Spetters. But uh, I, I saw some of it once actually, and I was like, "This is real good." Uh, and he did another one that's similarly. He did. He's got um, an element of psychological like thriller that sort of in a lot yeah. of his things and sci-fi. And yeah. it's always more. Uh, there's more depth. Things. I mean, I agree with yeah. you. There's more depth. And there's than more playfulness in a, with the visuals. In a James Cameron movie, and there's more humor, and uh, you yeah. know. But uh, I don't know why I'm comparing the two, except I think that I just had in my I feel like it's like universally accepted that the Terminators are some of the best action movies of all time. What's a better what's a better uh, Wayne Knight role guy who sees uh, Sharon Stone do it all in Basic Instinct or. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Or Dennis Nedry in the Jurassic Park to bring it back to the Raptors. Wayne Knight's the one who sees her cross and recross her yeah, legs. And he sweats and goes like. <laughs> You gotta tell us who's responsible. Mops his brow like a southern woman. Great ass! <laughs> you got your head right up inside it. <laughs> Talking to what the hell's that guy's name? Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. Um, I don't like this. This comment will make me no friends. I'm not a huge fan of that film. Heat. Heat. I just like the part where he's talking to uh, Robert De Niro and they have the scene together. In the diner. Amazing scene. Yeah. Every, the rest of it, I don't really care. People love that movie. People love Michael Mann. I love a couple of Michael Mann movies. Can I name what they are probably? Uh, maybe. Uh, Road Trip and <laughs> yeah. The Hangover. Yeah. Those are my two favorite Michael Mann movies. Very cool. Good um, call. I think he directs Comedy Will. Yeah. Tom Green. Tom Green. With a mouse that he cares too much about? Or is yeah. it a snake? Oh, yeah. I forgot that Tom Green has a like a subplot in that movie, right? It's like something where he's always stuck on a submarine or something. Yeah, some sort of like a... Yeah, or am I thinking of a different... Plot. No, I'm thinking of uh, Charlie's Angels, actually. Oh, okay. But he is doing a similar thing in Road Trip where I think he's also doing... like he's, he's You check in with him once in a while. He's on a separate journey. Being cuckoo. And it also had that guy whose name I always forget, but he's got the strangest, most interesting name of all those 90s kind of teen rom-com Liev Schreiber. Not him. Uh, <laughs> Casey Sirzmacko. Yeah, it was something like that. Like a bebop... Uh, <laughs> bebop Rocksteady. Yeah, Ronsy. Ronsy. Bebop Roncesvalle. <laughs> Leonardo Michelangelo. You know what I mean? It's like a... Raphael. It's like a Zoodle Zachary (laughs) Zachary Braff Brenbum Brenbum O'Connell. You would actually know who I mean, and then you would agree that his name was pretty wild. He was in Clueless. He played the sort of stoned out skater in Clueless. Oh, Zachary Quinto. Yeah, Zachary Quinto as as Spock (laughs) in Clueless. I got to see it. Clueless. I mean, I haven't seen it for a long time. It's so good. I love it. It's a tight one. I love it. Um, Do you remember what we were just talking about? No. Me neither. Pacino, impression. (laughs) Um, Four stars. Four stars. What about, can you do Lord uh, Michael, Lawrence Olivier? Sir Lawrence Olivier? I don't believe we've met. (laughs) You're the running man. I see. And I'm... Is this was that a marathon a man Nazi? reference? Is he in Running Man? As Wait, well? marathon man's what I mean. Yeah. You're the marathon man. <laughs> Excuse yeah, no. me, sir. I saw you at the marathon, and I have questions about what your views are on who won and lost World War Two. I don't know for sure, but I think that might be pretty good. Is that good? <laughs> I don't know. I can't picture his voice at all. What about? Can you do a Maurice Travaillier? <laughs> Who's that? 
he was in Gigi in the 1950s. Okay. <laughs> 60s. I can't, but I, if I had to guess, you're Gigi, am I right? <laughs> can you do Connery? Everyone can do Connery. That's the first level of being a comedian. Marnie. Ooh, I knew it would be good. That's quite a lot for I, a Jaguarundi. I saw you in the rear window and I couldn't help but uh, ask. Yeah. What that's... was it like working with Hitchcock? Yeah, that's his. That's before he was recast in Rear Window. <laughs> no, it was him talking to Jimmy Stewart. Is he in it? Jimmy Stewart's in Rear Window. No, is Connery in it. No, but like he's like, I saw you in Rear Window. Oh, I thought you said I saw you in the Rear and Window. And then Jimmy Stewart goes, I was in Rear Window. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's the worst of the batch. <laughs> I saw uh, five. Well, he went west. I um. Oh, uh, <laughs> You're uh, hating uh, this. Um, I'm trying to find oh, you Jimmy Stewart. Ah, um, uh, you know, <laughs> these should all be so easy. Every non-comedians know how to do all of these. What perfectly. day is it today? That's an insane <laughs> impression. Who is that? That sounds like a mop from Alice in Wonderland. What happened to Bob Cratchit? That's good, but that's not Jimmy Stewart, but that's someone. Keep doing that. <laughs> well, what happened to Bob Cratch? Oh, he's just kind of a Henry Fonda. What? Ha what? No. I feel like I've... Catherine Hepburn. No. Audrey Hepburn. I feel like maybe it's like uh, the shitty seagull character from Watership <laughs> Down. <laughs> Didn't see it. No, that's not actually right. I don't see depressing He cartoons. does. Oh, here. Oh, me, seagull. I watched him. That movie's so good. May I say? I should see it. I may I may I argue the case? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Mark at the Mark Mark Little at Mark Mark Little on Twitter. No Instagram account to speak of. No. What Gary and his demons available? CBC Gem or Verve if you're watching in the states. What it's else? On Sci-Fi in America. What do you want to say? What's your From message Central about UK. the? Will people? What it's like to blow out? Did you blow out your Achilles? Oh, never. Miguel Rivas did, and so did. Kevin Durant, two games ago in the NBA Finals. And from what I've heard, it's a brutal injury. It yeah. takes about a year to recover. I hate it. Miguel said, and I quote, it felt like someone ran up behind him and broke a broom over the back of his leg. Ooh. He, he was just running backwards, and then he felt something, and he said he turned because his first instinct was, someone hit me for some reason. And then when he didn't see anyone, he was confused. And then he realized something was very wrong. Pain. A lot of pain. That's a bad one. That's the bad one. That's why there's a whole Greek myth about it. Achilles. That's why. And his heel. It was probably during sports. Yeah. He was playing the <laughs> blood sport. The sport of Troy. <laughs> the sport of sacking? Mark. Nick. Thank you for coming. Wait. Do one more impression for me before we go. Okay. Do uh do your best, Laurel Vinny. Okay. Sean Penn, you're the you're the greatest. Oh you're God. the hero of the family. And we are gonna get through New England and Boston. Our kid died, oh but boy. you got revenge. Yeah. And we are heroes here. Yeah. The queen and king of Mystic River. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely Laura Linney. That's, yeah, that's... I call her Laura Limey. Laura Limey? Laura Limey. Limey. Because she was born in Ireland? Wor Worcester. Well, yeah, Limey's art. Where's what? What's Limey? English. That's English. But she's not English, but 
I was doing my fan fiction that is patented fan fiction. You twist the facts to get what you want out of them. A nice tale. Twists and facts. Hot yarn. That would be a fun parody to do about the government. Like yeah. twist and shout, but it's twist yeah. and facts. Yeah. Or you'd be like, Trudeau, do the twist. <laughs> Come on, baby. Let's twist some facts. Mm. Yeah. Let's twist some facts Come like we did last summer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about, hello, <laughs> baby. Would you like to twist some facts with me? Yeah. The day the music died. Oh, yeah. Do you like this? Do you like this? Um, start spreading fake news. <laughs> oh, I do like that a lot. I'm orange in the face. What about what about this one? I'd like to be a drunk. No thanks. Donald the Trump. When I was 21, I was twisting facts. Mm. I was twisting facts with Justin Trudeau in the McGill University. Mm. We wanted to become MPs mm. when I was 21. Yeah. Now that I'm 64. Okay. And I'm in the autumn of twisting facts. Wow. I've invested in many smart stocks that have created a cushion to allow me to retire. Okay. One year early, I say, yeah. none of this is true. Okay. Because I'm a twister of facts. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. That's a nice fully fleshed out one. Yes, thank you. Full, nar full narrative. What about love um, and marriage? Uh, um, legal miscarriage, <laughs> legal miscarriage. Oh, like worked with Russia just to buy election. Oh, worked with Russia. Call me Donald Trump. No, thanks. And I will say the name is Trump. Okay, pop quiz. Who's orange? President. Trump. Pop quiz to you. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't care what rhymes with orange. What is orange in your opinion? It's a color. And who might have that on their face? Mr. Trump. Interesting. Ladies and gentlemen. Spell it with a T. Hold the D, hold the F. I, as requested, I did my impression for Mark. Do you, Donald Trump. Okay. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Oh, huge. We got, we got the best people here in the greatest. Yeah. We got the greatest army. Oh, yeah. The best people, some of the best products, and it's huge today. Yeah. Oh, uh, Niet. You know, because oh, oh. he's an agent. He's an agent. Um, I like that that sounded just like a nervous Brooklyner <laughs> saying huge, though. <laughs> well, what is he but a nervous Brooklyner? Who among heart? us is any better than a nervous Brooklyner? Hipsters. A hipster. I don't know why I said The hipster. hipster. All right, folks. If you want to hit up, you can... If you want to give me money, I'm going to write this. Give me money. <laughs> this is very awkward isn't it oh wait all this weird stuff i've been doing with my arms has been so evident in the mirror i didn't realize i was <laughs> exposed well you know it's all good whoops there i went that that i did if you have any questions about 
this podcast, you can write weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com, and that's where you can, I'll pass anything you have to say about Mark Little along to him. All I want to do is zoom, a zoom, 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 zoom and a boom, boom, boom. Don't call me Drumpf. Don't call me Drumpf. Oh, Nick. Oh, God. Flanagan. Oh, Weekly. Oh, man. Nick. Flanagan Weekly.